Yakima Chief Hops is a 100% grower-owned hop supplier with a mission to connect brewers worldwide with the family farms that grow their hops. YCH is proud to provide brewers in Australia and New Zealand with quality hop products and brewing solutions to elevate their beers. Learn more at yakimachief.com. Hi, I'm Matt Kirkegaard, founder and editor of Australian Brews News, and welcome to an abridged episode of Brews News, recorded 3rd March 2022. With the flooding across southeast Queensland and increasingly more of New South Wales, we haven't been able to get the full team together for a regular episode, and we're pretty busy covering everything that's going on. So we'll be back next week with the full team for your best news and analysis roundup of the Australian brewing industry. But this week, we will just summarise the news that you need to know for the past week. And we kick off with headlines that unsurprisingly start with Brisbane breweries impacted by floods. This was obviously written earlier in the week uh, when the floods were still current in Brisbane, but that has increasingly spread. And breweries across Brisbane were forced to close over the weekend after the city recorded its wettest three-day period ever over the weekend. Among the breweries were Newstead, Forex, Milton Common and Parch Brewery, that were just some of the breweries that had significant damage to their venues. Milton Common had just had its new brew kit installed, while Parched and Brewtide have only been open a short time when they were hit. As the weather has moved south, the number of breweries impacted has grown as well. There are efforts underway to help out these breweries, and there will be more on that coming in the coming week. The situation is, and there is no pun intended here, very fluid in flood-affected regions down the coast, and a growing number of breweries are still being impacted and learning the extent of the damage as floodwaters recede. Being the industry that we inhabit, there are a number of fundraising activities already in planning, and Brews News will be assisting in those efforts by promoting and sharing those events. We don't want to single out any particular brewery to support because there are so many that have been impacted and damaged uh, by the floods, but I will just highlight one here um, as an example of the impact that these floods are having on a business and a very personal level for many, many breweries. And uh, Two Mates in Lismore opened late last year and was devastated this week by flooding as many businesses in Lismore were. And they've posted in the last hour, um, just prior to recording this, To all of our mates, the Two Mates team have set up a GoFundMe page to assist in the rebuild of our community-based brewery in South Lismore. The devastation both financially and emotionally of the unprecedented events of the recent floods has our families in complete shock. However, our business and our families are resilient and determined to rebuild our brewery for the community now and more than ever. Unfortunately, our insurance company has notified us that our policy like 90% of businesses in Lismore, does not cover flood damage if the floods exceed the levee wall, unless we had paid the enormous premium to activate this clause. This has added to our devastation, having already funded the start-up phase of the business solely between our two families. Two mates will direct all funds associated with this appeal into the re-establishment of the brewery and taphouse operations, ensuring that we will return to delivering the same quality product and service as we did before this catastrophic natural disaster. We thank you in advance, Grant and Andrew. As I said, I don't mean to single them out, but it's very indicative of what breweries up and down the East Coast are currently facing. There's a link to that GoFundMe uh, in the show notes, and uh, we will share others as we become aware of them. 
And just on a personal note, it's quite natural for people watching on in situations like this to feel helpless in the face of such widespread disaster. And I personally very much feel that. One of the benefits of social media is that we can seek out information, follow breweries and support them through campaigns such as their GoFundMe uh, or just seeking out and buying their beer. So if you live near a brewery that you suspect uh, may be affected, get onto social media, follow them and find out what they need, uh, you know, what they are asking for and support them directly. And uh, you know, that's one of the great things about working in this industry. I know that the, the Brews News team uh, particularly thinking about all of the brews are affected and our uh, hearts uh, go out to you. If there's anything that we can do to assist, please let us know. If you do have a fundraiser, let us know and we will use our social media and our pages to help uh, communicate that to as wide an audience as we can. Uh, in other beer news, Better Beer defends against Bricklane claims. Torquay Beverages Company, part-owned by Mighty Craft, has defended the majority of the allegations made by Brick Lane in its filings to the Federal Court of Australia's New South Wales Registry in late December last year. Brick Lane had built its case on the idea that it had established the reputation of its Sidewinder brand and the entrance of a similar brand could cause confusion in the marketplace. But Torquay has argued that the beers were aimed at different segments of the beer market, saying that Sidewinder was clearly labelled as super low alcohol where better beer is a regular strength beer, and the company alleged that the use of similar colours could not be perceived by consumers as connoting an association between the two partners' respective products. Moving on, brew results excise misfire. Brew has alerted the ASX of inaccuracies in its financial reports previously filed with the ASX as a result of not excluding the government excise charges and has subsequently withdrawn or replaced its annual report for the year of 30th June 2021. While the value of the stock value amount reported in the results is held by the company, explained Brew, the value of stock reported does not exclude the amount of government excise charges that would be payable when it is sold and no longer held in the warehouse. As a result... Uh, inventory, which was originally valued at $1.8 million, should have been valued at $967,000. Half-year results also reported indicated that losses had continued and the business made a loss on ordinary activities, growing to $3 million. Its option at the Ballarat West Employment Zone, which was going to be the home of the world's greenest brewery, was also up in February, and Development Victoria, which manages the zone has said they were committing to achieving the best outcome for the site, but did not discuss whether at, or at what stage those negotiations were with the potential new owners, the Bentley Property Group. And I'll just uh, add again as an editorial comment, there's been a couple of comments from people on our Facebook page about the coverage that Brew gets. I will just say that we don't actually single Brew out for attention, although they do seem to draw a... Uh, inordinate amount of attention from readers as well. Uh, Brew is one of three ASX-listed companies, and we report on all of their ASX announcements because it is legitimate industry news. And when I did a very quick look at the coverage that we've given Good Drinks and also Mighty Craft Limited, and Brew's coverage has actually been less in uh, number terms than the other two. So uh, I completely understand people's perceptions that the brew business may get more coverage because it does stand out, but it doesn't. And from a journalistic point of view, I'd be a little bit concerned that given that that's a business that has lost $20 million over you know, a fairly small number of years, uh, that if we didn't cover some of their uh, announcements that tend to be on the bullish side, that there may be criticism levied 
that they are escaping scrutiny. Um, just one of those difficult editorial decisions that we have to make. Um, but we're certainly not promoting uh, Brew and we're not singling them out for any special attention. Moving on, Victoria alcohol takeaway rules have changed. Restaurants and cafes will be permitted to sell takeaway alcohol without a separate licence under new rules released by the Victorian Commission for Gambling and Liquor Regulation. The extensions will come into effect on 15th March 2022. This is in marked contrast to similar regulation changes which have come into effect in Queensland, which mean that restaurants are not allowed to sell a takeaway beer but are permitted to sell two bottles of wine to customers with a takeaway meal. And the Queensland decision not to allow beer came in the face of a recommendation from its own parliamentary committee that that should be allowed. Akasha releases Accessibility First Beer. Akasha Brewing has launched its latest limited edition beer, NAS XPA, which is spelt out in Braille on, on the packaging. It is released in collaboration with Reckless Brewing and ABC Disability Affairs reporter Naz Campanella. All proceeds from the sale of the beer will go to support their elected charity partner, the Leichhardt Women's Community Health Centre, a non-government, not-for-profit clinic, delivering low-cost and affordable medical, allied and complementary health care and education to improve women's health. Mighty Craft looks to simplify its portfolio. During investor call for its half-yearly results, Mightycraft announced that it will look at opportunities to simplify its portfolio, including offloading non-core assets. We're always looking to find ways to simplify how we operate. We are a portfolio business and we're looking to simplify the portfolio going forward, according to the Mightycraft team. The ASX-listed business did note that while it had a non-controlling stake in both Source Brewing Co. in New South Wales and Spark in South Australia, the wider group no longer does sales and distribution for either, as both breweries have brought those operations back in-house. The Craft Accelerator has reported that revenues from ordinary activities rose 132.4% to $26 million, but it made a $5.6 million loss after income tax for the period. Voyager Craft Malt wins gold. Voyager Craft Malt has won gold at the Malt Cup in the Pale Ale category, marking the first time a gold medal has been awarded to to a maltster outside of the US. Amongst the competition's 58 entries, Voyager's Valoria was one of three gold medal winners, along with Rabbit Hill Malt and Wyoming Malting Company. Moondog goes carbon neutral. Moondog has announced it is now a carbon neutral organisation in an effort to combat climate change. The installed solar power system in Moondog World in Preston has generated 87,000 kilowatt hours of energy in the last 12 months, which is equivalent to 83 tonnes of CO2 emissions avoided. To celebrate the brewery becoming carbon neutral, Moondog has created the Future is Bright solar powered XPA. And finally, in the news for this week, U.S. Brewers Association releases the 2022 style guidelines. The U.S. Brewers Association has released its beer style guidelines for 2022, and these are very influential on beer competitions around the world and are used and incorporated into many competitions in Australia. Although there are no new style additions this year, many significant revisions were included, such as adding several hybrid India pale ale styles to the experimental IPA category, modernising session beer and session IPA to adjust the lower end of ABV downward to 0.5% and standardising language on juicy or hazy styles based on brewer and judge feedback. And these are certainly well worth uh, brewers making themselves aware of as they will impact your competition entries. That is the news for the week. We won't do uh, Below the Fold uh, with just me uh, or 
uh, letters to the editor. We'll hold those over for next week. Uh, but we do thank our regular advertisers, Rellings, Label, Stickers and Packaging. And I'll be going from here very shortly to announce and MC the Queensland Brewing uh, Awards. And Rellings are the major sponsors there, so I'll be reading their name out again later. But Rellings, Label, Stickers and Packaging are huge supporters of Brews News and Brews News Week and also the industry more generally. Uh, so you can give them a call on 1300 852 235 to find out more about how they can help you with your labels, stickers and packaging. Also this week, Scar Fabricating. Scar Fabricating builds reliable automated packaging line equipment that is handcrafted to make life easier for breweries and their tap room and, and their production teams. If you are a brewer looking for the best way to get your product out of your tap room and into the hands of customers, Scar Fab has you covered. With a wide range of depalletizers, Custom conveyance, date coating, rinsing and drying systems and more Scarfab specialises in helping breweries of all sizes get their beer from keg to can. To find out more how Scarfab can help you sell more beer, visit www.scarfabricating.com today. That's S-K-A fabricating.com to get started today. Whilst we don't have mailbag, we do acknowledge all of our supporters, including Rallings, New Zealand Ale Trail and Thirsty Merchants. And that is the news for the week. Next week, I will be back, fingers crossed, with Claire Burnett and Sabrina Kunz. This show is produced by Vivian Topalovich and edited by Joe Helder. And I thank them for their production support week in and week out. And we thank you for listening. Share your thoughts on the show by emailing producer at bruisenews.com.au or leaving a review on your favourite podcasting service. And you can follow us on your favourite podcasting service. And that's it for this week. Don't forget, if you like what we do at Radio Brews News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show, either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You can find details in the show notes. You can review our podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcasting service. Let us know what you think and help others discover the show. Finally, you can tell us directly what you think by sending an email to producer at brewsnews.com.au. All letters received will receive a Brews News bottle opener. We love hearing your thoughts on the stories we cover because beer is a conversation.